Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 20th of June. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. If you're involved in any kind of an accident, hit and run, motorcycle, boating, car accident, I'm sending you to the only personal injury, the only accident attorneys that I trust, the only ones that are going to treat you like family and get you the money that you deserve. Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0, Anajar and Levine accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. The news is heating up all around the NBA world. 
We are a couple days away from the draft, so we got that going on Thursday night. We're going to cover plenty of NBA today, how it relates to the Heat, what's new with Damian Lillard, the Marlins. That's right. How about the Marlins getting a mention in the first couple minutes of a show today? We're going to talk to all-time great Marlins color analyst Tommy Hutton is going to join us on the show today. Haven't talked to Tommy in uh, at least a couple of years, so looking forward to chatting with him. The Marlins are 11 games over 500. So last night, last night, you know, I, I got the Marlins most nights, even during during the regular season, during, uh, uh, earlier in the season. Now, it wasn't happening during a lot of the playoffs between the Heat and Panthers because they were playing on the same nights, and that takes up both TVs in the Zaslow Mansion family room. But most nights, including last night, I got the Marlins on the small TV in the Zaslow Mansion fan room. And I'll tell you, they're a fun little team. Now, we're only in late June. But normally, and, I, and I'll look, I'll mention this to Tommy. Normally, you know, the, the basketball season ends, the hockey ends, doesn't normally take us to mid-June. Normally, it ends, let's say, early May, maybe even late April. And what what do I do for the next few months to lead me into football? Well, the Heat and Panthers did such a good job eating up a lot of that time and taking us to mid-June. So now it's like, all right, I don't have that much. You know, can the Marlins hold me over another month? Because we're a month away from training camp. How about that? We're a month away from Miami Dolphins training camp getting going. So we're really close. But you don't necessarily have to look at it that way. It's not, can the Marlins hold us over? The Marlins look like they may be worth paying attention to. Now, we got a Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question out today. Go to at Zaslow Show. Go vote. You can always hit me up at, on, on Instagram as well where I'm an influencer. I'm very famous there. At Zaslow J. But go to at Zaslow Show on Twitter and vote in today's poll question. Today's Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question is, with the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers done, are you finding yourself paying more attention to the Marlins? That's the question. I vote yes. Because, you know, like, even last night, like, I I had it on the small TV. I watched pretty much the entire game. It was a fun game because not only did the Marlins win 11-0, but you got the Blue Jays. So, like, I looked away for a second and it was, I think it was 9 nothing, maybe 10 nothing at this point in the 8th inning. And the Marlins are at bat. And the pitcher for, for Toronto looks kind of weird. I'm like, oh. Because remember, I'm watching the game on mute. So small TV is always on mute. So I'm watching it on mute. I'm like, oh, we got a position player who's throwing now for the Blue Jays. And the Marlins were hitting him up. They scored a couple runs in that inning. Anyway. So, Marlins are fun. Yes, I vote yes. The choices are, for with the Miami Heat and Florida Panthers done, are you finding yourself paying more attention to the Marlins? And your choices are, yes, they're fun. Or, no, don't care. And I voted, yes, they're fun. So, right now, the leader at 66% of the vote is, yes, they're fun. So, a lot of you guys are paying more attention now. Now, some of you are not. 34%, that's a pretty big number. 34% 34% of you guys are still not paying attention. Like, I again, you could tweet at Zaslow Show. Uh, at Xander Gomez tweeted back at that question. Said, for instance, 
it's still only June. Let's at least wait until after the All-Star break before we start patting each other's backsides. Okay, that's fair. And the attitude that I would take... Now, with nothing else going on right now, yes, it is only June. But with nothing else going on, why wouldn't I pay attention to the Marlins if they're playing good baseball? Now, there's a difference, I think, between are you paying more attention to the Marlins right now that the other sports are done? Or do you believe in the Marlins right now? Like, that's where I think, at Xander Gomez, his answer is more appropriate. Because my question wasn't, do you believe in the Marlins? Oh, it's only mid-June. But as far as are you paying more attention, uh, you know, I, what else are we doing? And, well, like I said, we're going to talk to Tommy Hutton. I'll bring this up to him. But for me, here's what I want to see. While I am paying attention... And I will start going to games here and there. But here's what I want to see. You know, new owner, same as the old owner, Bruce Sherman. But it doesn't spend any money. But here's what I want. When we get to the trade deadline, or even before the trade deadline, and we're talking in a month from now, right? Are we going to get to a place where Bruce Sherman decides, you know what? I'm going to open up the wild here. We got a team that, at least right now, is 11 games over 500. You got a team here who should be in prime position to add a very big piece, maybe a very big bat before the trade deadline. Can we add some payroll? Can we put this team in a position where, you know what? We're looking like we're going to make the playoffs. Let's go for it. That, to me, see, I'm paying more attention to the Marlins right now. But that, to me, would be the difference between... Are we taking this team serious or not? So that's what I want to see. Are we going to get to a place in a month from now where we could take this team serious and that means the owner has to spend a little bit of money? That's when I'll take them serious. But am I, supposed, am I starting to pay a little bit more attention? Absolutely. Totally. So we'll talk to Tommy Hutton coming up today. I'm excited to get his thoughts on what's going on with this team right now. So, I don't know if you saw this. Also, a couple other uh, house cleaning notes that I got to get to here before we get to the big NBA stuff. It is now, now we, 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 like it's on my TV right now. And this has been hinted at anyway. Inter Miami is planning on Lionel Messi's debut to be July 21st. And that's the game that we thought. And July 21st is this, like, League Cup game. It's not a regular season game. It's against this uh, Cruz Azul. I don't know who they are. They're not in MLS. But that would be... <coughs> excuse me. That would be his debut game. Now, does that mean... Now, after that game, there's, like, six or seven more home games the remainder of the season. I'm looking to sell some games. I don't know if you know. I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. I'm looking to sell some games. But... I don't know if that means, like, him making his debut that game July 21. I don't know if that means that then he's playing in every game there right after. I don't know. But if you were to go right now on StubHub, okay, <coughs> ticket prices for his now estimated debut game, cheapest ticket to get into Dry Pig Stadium, and it's section, you know, for accuracy purposes. Section 119, which is like right at the 18, all right? Right outside the box. <coughs> Cheapest ticket, 
How about that? That's wild, man. So, it's going to be an... It's going to be an expensive ticket. And if you want to put it into a little bit more context, I'm looking on StubHub. If you want to put it into a little bit more context, the next regular season game after that would be four days later, July 25. Now, does, does Messi play in that game and then only four days later he's playing in a regular season game? I don't know. I hope so because this is what season ticket holders... I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. This is what season ticket holders like myself... Have tickets for. Cheapest ticket for that game. It's against Atlanta United. $700. Whoo boy. Let's go. I will be selling that game. All right. Now, now Ticketmaster has their own resale, you know, scenario. So do you go, <coughs> excuse me. Do you go to Ticketmaster then? You want to check out tickets for Lionel Messi's debut with Inter Miami. Let's see what that's going to look like. All right. So like I said, that first game. July 21st, that's when they're expected it to be. And it's not, remember, it is not a regular season game. So first game here, let's see tickets. Ticketmaster, July 21st. Cheapest ticket, very similar. Standing room only, $1,300. If you want an actual seat, cheapest ticket, $1,800. Now, if you want to look at the regular season game, the next regular season game, like we said, July 25 against Atlanta. Oh my God. This, if you're a season ticket, this is great. Cheapest ticket for that Atlanta game. And there are not a lot of seats left. $2,400. I mean, how's that pop? Like, I'm not looking at that as a season ticket. I'll say, wow, I'm going to get $2,400 pop. That's definitely not going to happen. But just to put it to some context here, these tickets are extremely expensive right now. And from what I understand, every road game with Inter-Miami, you know, from like that point on, late July on, completely sold out. So, at least we got what seems to be more of a, I wouldn't say firm date of Lionel Messi's debut with Inter-Miami, but it looks to be firming up. So we got that going on. We got a poll at Zaslow Show. Go vote. If you're paying more attention to the Marlins. And we're going to talk to Tommy Hutton. Coming up in a few minutes here. Let's get to some NBA stuff. NBA drafts in a couple nights. First though, I want to tell you. If you're dealing with a water leak in your home. If you think you may have a water leak. You got to get that taken care of immediately. You could then have mold damage. And that's a massive issue. So as soon as you think. You might have a problem. Call or text my guys the Greensteins. Family, friends, since I'm a teenager, I'm talking about water cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. Water cleanup of Florida is fully licensed, insured, certified to provide the one-stop shopping that all of us busy owner, business owners, homeowners, that's what we're looking for. You don't need to bring in any other contractors. Water Cleanup of Florida handles the entire project from start to finish. 954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. After the leak has been located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida, they then clean, dry, and fully restore 
all of the damaged areas. You can check out more than 85 star reviews on Google. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Water Cleanup of Florida, 954 900 8635. Again, Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So, a <coughs> lot of NBA stuff to get to. First, let's do general NBA, then we'll circle back to the Heat. All right. So, Damian Lillard. Not just as far as the Heat thing goes, but so. Here's what happened yesterday. I pick up my older son from camp. We're in the car. He tells me, and he's dialed into all this stuff on social media. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's one of those Heat fans, and he's also young. Like, he does, he's 14, okay? So, he doesn't necessarily understand how amazing Pat Riley has been from a front office perspective over the last 28 years we're talking about. He just knows the last five, six, seven years where you got the big names and the Heat are always involved. And they don't get them. That's, that's what he knows. And I try and tell him, like, you got to have a little bit of perspective. You're wrong to only view it in that most recent vacuum. And Damian, so, so he tells me, you see Damian Lillard said he wants to stay in Portland. Like, Really? I mean, now I do believe it's a major gamble for the Heat to put all their eggs in the Damian Lillard basket. We talked about it yesterday. I understand the frustration coming from Heat fan because there's this sense where instead of trying to hit a home run, the Heat want to hit a grand slam. You know, they could have hit a home run with Donovan Mitchell. They wanted the Kevin Durant grand slam. They could have hit a home run with Bradley Beal. They want the Damian Lillard Grand Slam. That's this team's MO. That's how they operate. It's worked in the past. Recently, it's come up short. But my son says, we see Damian Lillard said he wants to stay in Portland. I'm like, all right, well, that's interesting news. Let's go look that up. And that's a little bit misleading, that headline. Like, he saw that headline from that aggregate on Twitter, NBA Central, the NBA Central. And I'm like, hold on a second. Let's go listen to the clips. He says to me, Sham Sharania says on the Pat McAfee show that he wants to stay in Portland. So like, okay, let's go find this clip. Well, Sham Sharania was on the McAfee show yesterday. So give this a listen. You tell me what this sounds like. I mean, listen, if Damian Lillard got out of, of Portland and, and if there was a trade to be had, there's destinations, no question Miami would be at the top of them, just like it was for Brad Beal. Their team, we saw what happened in the final. That I do think they believe they're one piece away, one major piece away. And so uh, from everything I've heard, Damian Lillard would be at the top of their list if if he becomes available. That's the question. But right now, it, it's really up to Portland. Um, it's it's Damian Lillard has really left it up to Portland. He I, wants to be there. He wants that team to get better. So they have the number three pick in the draft. They have the number, I think, 23rd pick in the draft. They have Anthony Simons. What can you go get in the marketplace to make this team better? And if, if nothing comes about, then I do think Damian Lillard will have to look very hard at his future uh, in Portland. But if they do make the team better between now and Thursday and on Thursday night, then I think you'll see Damian Lillard be there. So uh, as much as I think people want to make your court. Lillard, it's really on Portland. Okay, so my son and I listened to that clip from yesterday, and I told him, I go, that right there, and you tell me, that right there is no different than everything we already know. Damian Lillard 
His preference is to stay in Portland. His number one choice would be Portland goes out and acquires a bunch of great players to put around him. Hell, that's always the way it is when the great player ends up wanting to leave. If his current team were able to acquire all the great players, they would all want to stay. No one actually wants to get up and move. No one wants to get their children out of school. No one wants to tell their wife, hey, guess what? We're leaving. All of them would prefer to stay put. So when Sham Sharania and the headline is Lillard prefers to stay in Portland, that's nothing new. We know this already. It's going to come down to what happens Thursday night with Portland and the number three overall pick. So what I, I, I look at my son and I tell him, This is nothing new. We know he prefers to stay in Portland. But what we're hoping is Portland does not trade the number three overall pick. And we talked about this already. Is there a single player who's like available? I'm not talking Steph Curry or Giannis. Is there a single player who's attainable? A single player whose team would part with him for the number three overall pick, which is very valuable because... The top three, I mean, we know Wembenyama, but even number two and number three, Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson, this is a very good draft. But number two and number three also look like they could be big-time players. If Portland holds on to that pick, if you're a Heat fan, this is what you want. If Portland holds on to that pick, Lillard may then want out. Because he's not going to want to wait four or five years for that guy to be the type of player who he could partner with and win a championship. But if they do trade that third pick, there's not a single guy out there who you, who's attainable, who you put next to Lillard and say, we're competing with Denver. We're competing with Phoenix, maybe. Oh, that's a whole other story. Or even, we're competing with Sacramento. Sacramento's going to be really good for the next several years. But if you're a Heat fan... You're hoping Portland does not part with the number three overall pick. And then Lillard looks at that and says, it's time. Like, it's time for me to move on. So that clip right there, I mean, you tell me, is that news? Is there anything new there? Yeah, we know Lillard prefers to stay in Portland. But if they can't get anything big done, he might ask out. And that's what the Heat are holding out hope for. Now... To circle back to the Heat, and then we'll get back to other NBA stuff. I told you, I think the Lillard waiting game is such a massive risk. And it's such a risk because, number one, you have to hope that the scenario I just played, I, I just said to you plays out, and you have to hope that Lillard then asks out. Okay, let's say that happens. Now, is Portland inclined to take Miami's offer over the other 28 offers they could seemingly receive. And then let's just narrow it down to two. The two that we keep hearing about. Miami, Brooklyn. I don't understand how Portland would take Miami's offer over what Brooklyn can potentially offer. They have like 11 first-round picks that they could trade. A, a, a bunch of them are would, you know, well, however many of them they could make unprotected. I don't know. 
But they have 11 tradable first-round picks. Now, is Brooklyn going to offer 11 picks? No, of course not. But they have a treasure chest of first-round picks that they can move for Damian Lillard. So, I don't understand how Portland would look at that and say, we like Miami's offer better. But at the same time, I mean, can Miami offer? Obviously, they would offer Tyler Hero. Brooklyn doesn't have a player like that outside of Mikel Bridges, who they're not going to trade, because then it completely defeats the purpose. So, Miami, maybe Miami can match it. Maybe Miami can make their package more enticing. Like, you would offer Tyler Hero, Nikola Jovic, so you're essentially offering last year's first-round pick. That, like, that's a first-round pick, if you want to look at it like that. And then offer... You know, three more first-round picks. So you can kind of spin it where we're giving you Tyler Hero and four first-round picks. Like, so maybe the Heat can come up with a competitive offer against whatever Brooklyn would offer. I don't know. But as far as, like, what Portland decides to do, like, as far as loyalty to Damian Lillard, because the Beal thing was so enticing because he's got the no-trade clause. Portland doesn't owe Damian Lillard anything. Like, it's not like Damian Lillard's a champion. He brought titles to Portland. We want to make sure we send you off right. In all honesty, Portland paid Damian Lillard very handsomely over the last 10 years, whatever it was. And Lillard did not reward the Blazers with a championship. Now, I don't want to make that sound like Damian Lillard's done something wrong. He hasn't. But the point is... Portland doesn't owe Lillard anything. They owe him nothing. So as far as loyalty goes, it's not like if they decide to send him to Brooklyn if he asks for a trade. Over, we already know Damian Lillard's number one choice is Miami. He said so. We know this. That's not a report. Damian Lillard on a podcast, video and everything, said Miami. First choice. We know this. But if they decide to not be loyal, and send him to Brooklyn. It's not like they're sending him to Siberia. I mean, shit, he was in Brooklyn for the playoffs. Remember, I went to game three. I was in Brooklyn, I had some work going on there, and I went to the Nets and Sixers, game three in the first time. Lillard was there. He went to the game. He was in Brooklyn watching playoffs. So, clearly, he's okay with Brooklyn. But... And again, Portland may not care about this. But Lillard could say to them, I I really don't want to go to Brooklyn because would Brooklyn be any better off than Portland? I mean, what does Brooklyn have once they acquire Damian Lillard? All right, he's playing with Mikel Bridges. A good player. But is that Brooklyn team any better off than Portland? I don't think so. But again, what what does Portland care about that? They, nor should they care about that. Portland should totally do what's best for Portland. So, it's a roundabout way where I'm telling you, it's a super risky waiting game. It's a super risky gamble the Heat are taking in waiting for this. Will they pass up other deals on the table over the next couple nights leading up to the draft? To hope, to hope, to pray to Hashem that Damian Lillard asks out. I don't know. 
And how about this? I saw this earlier today from Jared Fisher, Yahoo Sports. And this is where, not that Jared Fisher doesn't know what he's doing. I've had him on my show before. But you really got to be careful what you read and what you believe during this free agency and draft period. Jared Fisher reported that Portland, because we know there's a relationship, and they want to keep Dame. And we know there's a relationship between Lillard and Bam. Lillard said so himself. Loves Bam. That's his dude. Jared Fisher of Yahoo Sports is saying, Portland is preparing an offer to the Heat for Bam Adebayo. They want to keep Lillard. They want to bring Bam. They want to trade for Bam and keep Lillard. I know there's probably some Heat fans who look at that and say, yes, let's do that. There is no chance the Heat do that. Nor should they. But you got to be careful the stuff that you're reading out there. There's a lot. I'm not saying their support isn't true. I could totally see Portland saying, you know what? How about we just try and trade for Bam? But in general, you got to be careful some of the bullshit that you believe out there. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So... We're going to continue to have an eventful couple of days with the draft around. Now, as far as other NBA stuff goes, and real quick here, like I said, we're going to talk to Tommy Hutton coming up, but real quick here, I want to tell you guys, if you're in the need of homeowner's insurance, my homeowner's insurance is up again this summer. I'm not worried. I use Brunt Insurance. I know I'm getting the best rates out there. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance with Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now. I'm not sending it to an insurance agency that I don't know anything about. I'm not sending it to one that I don't use myself. I'm sending it to the only insurance agency I would ever consider getting my homeowner's insurance from because I know that his team at Brunt Insurance knows every area you could possibly call in from in Florida. If you have a single family home, do you have a town home? Do you need flood insurance? Do you need this? Do you need that? From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance is delivering you comprehensive insurance coverage tailored exactly to your needs. And not just homeowner's insurance. I get my homeowner's insurance through them. But if you need automobile, you need life insurance, you need boaters insurance, renters, condo insurance, 954-589-2204. And with locations in Davie, Stewart, and Lakeland, 
They know whatever area in Florida you are calling from. If you're looking for that affordable care that offers you the best coverage, you're making the right call. The team at Brunt Insurance, their expertise and experience, they're going to find exactly the right coverage for you. Let their team, they're going to learn more. You'll learn more about all kinds of different policy options. So you're going to wind up making an informed decision that's not going to keep you up late at night wondering, if something happens to my home, am I covered? You're when you call Brunt Insurance. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. Also, hey, it's the summertime. You might be out there looking for a new ride. That's right. Well, I'm sending you to the only car dealership that I personally endorse. Yeah, I'm sending you to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You walk in the showroom doors at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're going to be greeted by a member of their friendly sales team who is going to navigate you in exactly the right direction. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of the newest Subaru models on the market. We're talking the Subaru Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent, the WRX. If you're looking for an SUV, you've come to the right place. If you're just looking for a sedan, you've come to the right place. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, we're talking sizzling summer savings, new Subaru models starting at just $249 a month, plus save up to $1,500 off MSRP on select new Subaru models in stock, plus receive up to $750 in trade-in assistance. Shop nflsubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road, the building you know, and the place to go. NFLSubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Now, the other big story that's been out there these last couple days, and he made the media rounds yesterday, which I think was coincidental. I think that's some kind of book that's coming out or something. Chris Paul. All right. Chris Paul's angry. I get it. And I played for you the clip yesterday where he was on Good Morning America. He was talking to to promote something else. He tells you how he found out on the plane ride. George Stephanopoulos was aghast to find out he found out on the plane ride. I get it. Chris Paul is upset. Why wouldn't he be? It seems like there's new ownership. Well, there is new ownership. Things are being run differently. He's traded. He's traded to Washington. Although, he's really going to be able to pick where he wants to go. Washington is clearly being completely amenable to adding another team in there and sending Chris Paul exactly where he wants to go. But he's angry. That's why he's outing the Suns operation, letting you know that Isaiah Thomas is running the show. He was quoted several times in this New York Times piece yesterday, mentioning Isaiah several times. And that's controversial that Isaiah Thomas is involved because the new owner, Matt Ishbia, said Isaiah Thomas has no role. But Chris Paul's not lying about that. He's telling you, Matt and Isaiah, Matt Ishbia and Isaiah Thomas wanted to go in a different direction. So he knows what he's doing there. He's kind of burning the bridge on the way out because he feels that they did him dirty. So he's letting everybody know, oh, and guess what? Isaiah Thomas is involved. Okay, that's all right. He could do that. But here's the problem I have with Chris Paul. He's being a little disingenuous, all right? He's making it sound like he didn't know about the trade, which is bullshit, because I knew about this trade days ago. So Chris Paul doesn't know days ago? So he's being disingenuous because there's, like, he's trying to say that 
There's a difference between knowing days ago, maybe even last week, which, by the way, was a couple weeks ago we knew that the Suns were going to try and trade him or they may release him because only $15 million of his salary is fully guaranteed, not the whole 30 if they release him. But he's being disingenuous, making it sound like he knew nothing, when he completely knew, because I knew that he was going to be in this Bradley Beal trade, and he's making it sound like there's a difference between that and then when the trade is done, him finding out somewhere else other than the team. They definitely told him days ago, or told his agent, we're working a trade, it's based around you. And he thinks because after that, and, and it's going to happen, but he's upset that he wasn't told first. That it was put out there before he was told the deal is done. And that's disingenuous. Because he's going on Good Morning America, making it sound like he had no idea anything was happening. And he found out from his son on the airplane. And that's bullshit. Like, that, like he's being a little bit of a shyster. That's disingenuous. And here he is pulling the same move yesterday on the Pat McAfee show. But what is your thoughts on this? I read uh, uh, that you were on Good Morning America. You said you found out about it while you are on the flight to Good Morning America. So you didn't see this coming? And what do you think the future looks like for you? What is your part in this whole thing? I don't know. I was flying yesterday from New York. Uh, no, to New York from L.A. And I got a text from my son. That's how I found out. And it's, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I was sitting there. I showed my wife or whatever because we was, we was in the air. And, you know, it's, all right, we got to figure out what's next. Hell yeah. Okay, so same thing. He's making it sound like he had no idea, and his son had to tell him when he was on an airplane on the way to New York yesterday. And that's disingenuous, and it's bullshit. And here's the thing. Let me ask you something. Because, like I just told you, if they couldn't find a trade partner, they were going to cut him because only 15 of his $30 million is guaranteed for next season. Why doesn't Chris Paul mention that in order to make this trade work financially, the Phoenix, you know, to make the money work, to make the cap numbers work, that the Phoenix Suns guaranteed an extra $10 million to make the money work. So now, instead of making $15 million by being cut, he's making... $25 $25 million guaranteed by being sent to Washington in this trade. So when he's out there crying, woe is me, I didn't know about the trade. Why doesn't he also mention that because this trade took place, he just made an extra $10 million sight on scene? Why isn't he crying about that? So it's totally disingenuous. He's being a baby. He made an extra $10 million sight on scene by this trade happening. Why isn't he mentioning that? Ah, because that does not fit the woe is me narrative. So, I don't know. It's, it's only been a, a couple of days since the trade was made. I'm overhearing from Chris Paul. He's being a baby. Like, it went from my understanding being angry to, yeah, you're not being entirely truthful. And you're a baby. Now you got the Zion Williamson stuff. These are the three big stories. Lillard, Beal, Paul, and now Zion. Four biggest stories. More scandalous stuff going on with Zion where 
the, 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 the old girlfriend, not the baby mama who I guess he's going to marry, but the old girlfriend who I guess is a, <coughs> excuse me, an, a, an OnlyFans kind of deal, right? Or does she do pornography? I'm not sure. She's the one who has photos of, or, you know, said, Zion, I'll let you spit in my mouth. That's eh, kind of a gross move. Anyway, she is now demanding that the Pelicans trade Zion or she is going to release sex tapes. And I guess the move there is, it's kind of like New Orleans is my city. He doesn't belong here anymore. So you better get him out of my city. You better trade him or I'm going to release sex tapes. That's, a, that's, kind of a, that's kind of a weird power play, but that's what I can gather from it is she doesn't want Zion in her city anymore. So trade him or I'm going to release sex tapes. And you, the Pelicans, now, and Zion have to deal with this scandal. Like, who, who wants to deal with that shit? It's one thing that you'll deal with the extracurricular shit, the scandal stuff, if he's awesome. Like, it's one thing to deal with it then, but he never plays. Who needs this? Sh- like, what team needs this shit? But with that said, I think he's definitely being traded. Either by or on Thursday night. I definitely think he's being traded. So, those are the four big... Uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm the Pelicans, I, I, I gotta get out of the Zion Williamson business. And they'd be able to get a lot for him. Not as much like a year ago, but you'll be able to get a lot for him. I gotta get out of the Zion Williamson business if I'm the Pelicans. And I would even say, oh, Zaslow, you know, how about with the Heat? I just... It doesn't seem like he cares about basketball. And like I said, who wants to deal with this shit? This nonsense that's going on. So there's part of me that's like, oh, it'd be amazing if the Heat traded for him, but I, I, don't, I don't see them wanting to get involved in this. It's a mess. I don't see them wanting to get involved in it. And he never plays. He's never on the floor. So those are the, those are the big stories going into tomorrow. It is a very fun week. As far as the NBA goes. Very fun week. Alright, so everybody knows all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, European roots with a Caribbean soul. Hey, you can enjoy the Marlins tonight with a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Moss. Of course, always drink responsibly. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. And joining us here, we haven't spoken to him in a long time, but I mean, the timing is fantastic. Tommy Hutton, legendary Marlins color analyst, joining us here on Zaslow Show 2.0. Tommy, always good to speak to you. It's great to talk to you now in face-to-face. This is one of, if not the only, I'm sure you could acknowledge this, one of the only great things that happened during COVID, which is now... When we talk to each other, radio shows, TV shows, we get to do the Zoom. It's face-to-face, so this is wonderful. How are you today? I'm doing good. You, you know, you got me on Presidente when you were talking about your, your ad because I think you can enjoy the Marlins right now even without a Presidente, the way they're playing. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, isn't the timing great, Tommy, where, you know, pretty much all of South Florida's attention the last couple months has been – this historic run the Panthers were making and this great run the Heat were making. And now those are over. And the Marlins are sitting 11 games over 500. First best record in, I think, since 2011. They've won five games in a row. The timing couldn't be better for the Marlins to be doing this right now, Tommy. 
No, absolutely right. And and my my hat's off to the Panthers and to the Heat. I mean, it was a fun fun run for both of those franchises. Uh, but you're right. During that time, the Marlins were just kind of going back and forth, winning a few, losing a few. All of a sudden, they've really put things together well with this winning streak, taking themselves 11 games over 500. You mentioned before uh, you got to go back to 2011. That was before they were even the Miami Marlins. They were they were the Florida Marlins at that time. So it's been a while. It's it's been exciting. Uh, just because we've had a chance to see this this team and the culture that that uh, Kim Ng and, and that Skip Schumacher have put together, we've seen it come together to this point. And these guys come to the ballpark every day. They they expect to win. Uh, they don't know how they're going to win because they've won in many different ways. And uh, for us as broadcasters, I know I don't go on the road anymore, but with uh, with Jeff Nelson and Rod Allen and Gabby on the road with Paul, and I get to do some home games with uh, Paul Severino, we have fun coming to the ballpark. It's much more fun as broadcasters too. So let's do it like this, Tommy. For folks who have not been paying full attention – or maybe not any attention until right now to the Marlins. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> well, so let's do this, Tommy. What have those people been missing the first couple months of the season? Well, you, you always hear from fans that they want to see, I think fans want to see players who, who kind of play the way they did maybe as kids and stuff like that. And that's the way this club's playing. There's not a whole lot of superstars. Uh you got guys like Birdie and Hampson and Jonathan Davis. People around the major leagues might not be sure of these names. But then you have a guy, first of all, if you don't come out and want to watch Luisa Rice hit for one game, buy a ticket to see him hit, then there's something wrong with you. I mean, this guy's had three five-hit games in a period of a month. Yeah. And he had one last night. So he's fun to watch. Jorge Soler, who had injury problems last year, his back uh, gave him problems. He has become a much better hitter. Uh, 21 home runs. The only two people in Major League Baseball with more home runs are Pete Alonso and Shohei Otani. Uh, more home runs than Jorge Soler. So you mix those two guys, and with the way the others have come together, it seems like every night they, they just figure out a way of how to how to get some runs across the plate might not be on base hits. They might come in on a wild pitch or a fielder's choice, but they find ways. Last night they drove in runs. They were ten for twenty one, I think, with runners in scoring position. You know what I loved about last night? So I'm watching last night. You know, and you know a part of baseball, and I know they're trying to fix this right now with a bunch of the new you know rules that they added going into this season. And one of the things that I've missed over the years is I want to see the guys running the bases. I like first to third. It doesn't all need to be home runs and strikeouts for me. I miss guys running from th from first to third. I, I miss the ball going through the infield and you get a base hit, you know. And I feel we saw a lot of that last night. Now, especially once the game started to get out of hand, and I think it was like four straight singles through the infield when the second baseman was pitching for Toronto. But – are we seeing more of that where we're getting the bait, we're getting the singles, we're getting the doubles, we're getting first to third? Are we seeing more of that this year? Yeah, without question. And I think the rule changes have have certainly uh, been a favor of fans because you see action. Yeah. I mean, uh, before, as you said, with shifts, you'd see a guy really smoke a ball 
and it'd be right at the uh, third baseman who was playing in shallow right field, and it'd be an out. Now you see that ball go through. And that's what fans wanted. They wanted action. Uh, wasn't so much. Now, now because of that, it has shortened the game times, but that really wasn't the, the issue with the fans. They just right. wanted the pace, the action, and I think with pitchers getting the ball, having 15 or 20 seconds to deliver, I think that's helped. So I, I think the uh, the new rule changes have really benefited a lot of people uh, and certainly the fans. And and that's and I think it's benefited the type of team the Marlins have who can get those base hits in the holes between short and third or up the middle. Let's talk about Luis Arise here. I, I know he's been a batting champion, all right, but hitting at which he's exactly 400 now after the five hits last <laughs> night, but hovering around 400, being at 400 in mid-June. I mean, Tommy, it's it's kind of shocking, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really shocking. I mean, I was, when the Marlins made the trade and acquired uh, Luis Arias for Pablo Lopez, uh, I was happy about that. I mean, Pablo is a great kid, a terrific pitcher. But for me, I would always, I would always take an everyday player uh, in a trade uh, who can impact a game every night as opposed to a starting pitcher who can only impact your game every fifth day. So I was happy about that. I had no idea the type of player that Luis Arise is and has shown us. He's, he's infectious. Uh, he loves being at the ballpark. He's got a tremendous routine, which he goes through day in and day out. And it's, it's proven that uh, when you see, it's like he has a magic wand up there when he, when he swings a bat. And, and to, it's like you're disappointed and you can't figure out how, how he doesn't get a hit. And that's what was amazing in Seattle when he had that 0 for 15 period. Right. Everybody was kind of scratching their head going, what's wrong with Luis? But uh, Paul Severino and I talked to him yesterday around the cage. And, and I told him, I said, I wasn't worried at all, Luis. I wasn't worried at all. And this was before he had the five hit game last night. <laughs> you know, Kim Ng got a lot of criticism last year at the deadline for not moving Pablo Lopez. A lot of teams wanted him, and it didn't work out. I guess she didn't find the deal she wanted. And then in the offseason, move Pablo Lopez for Luis Arise. Uh, Tommy, Kim Ng got that one 1,000% right. Absolutely, absolutely. And and I give her credit for, for that. And uh, again, nothing against Pablo. He's having a solid year uh, with Minnesota. But uh, uh, you, you can't argue what you have at second base in Luis Arias. So is something that the Marlin fan can can take some positivity? I mean, look, the team's playing great. But an angle that they could look at and feel good about, is it that the team is 11 games over 500, and we have not gotten Cy Young Sandy Alcantara <laughs> yet this year? So, so should the Marlins fan look at it like that, saying, hey, eventually he's going to figure it out and then we're really going to be cooking with gas. Well, I, I like that angle, and I think it's a, an angle that he will eventually figure it out. Uh, physically, uh, there there really is nothing wrong with Sandy Alcantara because uh, the velocity, the spin rates, all that stuff is up to norm where he was last year. It's, uh, I think, a little bit mental with him right now. Uh, he He's such a competitor. Uh, he takes uh, a lot of it on his shoulders, and when he – knows he's not pitching well and performing well uh, for his team. I think he takes a lot uh, on that personally, but there has to be, I think, and I'm not a pitching coach, and I'm sure Mel Stottlemyre Jr. is working with him on this. There has to be something 
mechanical that be, that you watch him pitch in a lot of his changeups, which is his good pitch, are left up in the strike zone. And his changeup up in the strike zone is like a mediocre fastball. It's like 93, 94 miles an hour. And that's where he's been getting hurt a lot. So hopefully he can fix that. And if he fixes that, it's like acquiring a Cy Young pitcher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of acquiring, so I think there's some Marlins fans out there. I'm one of those Marlins fans who, when we get to next month and we're approaching the trade deadline, you know, there's a lot of Marlins fans who maybe they, they're not ready to buy in yet. It's still, it's just mid-June. Maybe, you know, this is not going to last. And I think there's a lot of Marlins fans out there, and I could be one of them where, you know what I want to see? I want to see a team who's clearly in position right now to go to the trade deadline and do something big. So this team looks like they're in a position where, hey, let's show the guys in a month from now, let's show the guys in the clubhouse, we believe in you guys. Let's open up our wallet a little bit for the owner. Let's do something big here. It feels like this team could be headed in that direction, Tommy, yes? Well, I agree, and uh, here's the interesting story. With with the uh, competitive uh, balance of, of the leagues, both leagues, there are a lot of teams that will be in contention for a playoff spot when it comes that time. And then you start looking at players that are available. Uh, do you want to get a certain player and give up this player? Uh, I look at it this way. In, in a couple of weeks, I would say a couple of weeks, because I think he's supposed to be starting – some rehab games, the Marlins may make a big deal. They'll get uh, Jazz Chisholm Jr. back. Yeah, And I know they've played well without Jazz, and people will say, well, that's fine. Let, let him keep out for a while. But you need a guy like that because, number one, he's a left-handed bat. Number two, he's got speed. Uh, you, you get him at the top of the lineup with the way Luisa Rise is hitting, and all of a sudden you've made that tremendous improvement in your offense. So unless it's a perfect deal – um, because a lot of teams are going to be looking for things because they're, as I said, with the balance in the, in the, uh, in the schedule and with the balance in all the teams that, uh, can make postseason, there are going to be a lot of teams looking for relief help, looking for maybe a, a starter. Uh, and I think if there, there is anybody that they could look for, I don't have particular names, but you might want a power bat and it has to be a left-handed bat. And that's where I go back to jazz Chisholm. He's that left-handed power bat. You know, I think this is a great situation that Jazz is going to step back into because, you know, like I said, for instance, last year, and you know, you would say Jazz Chisholm's the Marlins' best player. And, and my outlook on that was, you know, Jazz is a nice player, but if Jazz is your best player, your team's not going to be that good. And now he's going to add – he's going to jump into the lineup with this year's team. He's not their best player anymore, you know? <laughs> and if you're adding Jazz into this group of guys – Hey, you got a pretty nice mix here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my my opinion, uh, I think when Jazz comes back, he has to show a little humbleness as he steps into uh, this ball club because uh, it's not – Jazz Chisholm right now is not the face right. of the Marlins. Right. And he, he can't take that when he jumps back in. He has to just slide in, fit in nicely, uh, maybe in between Arise and Solaire. And, and just go about his business and do what he can do. He, he was improving as a center fielder. He was playing center field really well. And he had started to swing the bat pretty well, too. I, uh, I was a big fan of Don Mattingly. Skip Schumacher comes in, is obviously doing a terrific job. 
What do we like about the new manager so far? What what has he done different, let's say, than Mattingly had been doing? Well, I think he, he's brought a a youth part of it. Uh, Skip's just 43. I believe Donnie's 63, 62, 63. So he's brought a little bit of that. He's brought a little bit of his transition from a player to a manager because it wasn't that long ago that, that he was a player. There are a number of pitchers every once in a while that the Marlins will face it. We'll look at numbers and see what uh, Skip Schumacher did against that pitcher. I think he's brought that. Uh, he's brought, uh, uh, not that Don Mattingly didn't, but he's gotten this winning attitude. And these guys, especially the way they've been playing lately, feel when they get to the ballpark every day, they have a chance to win. And, and the other thing he's preached is if you don't win, learn something from that game that you lost that maybe happened in the game that you could improve on and take that over to the next game. So that's something he's done. I think uh, uh, tactically, I think we've seen a few more uh, hit and run situations. We've seen a little more bunting, but again, that may be part of the the new rule changes. Mm -hmm. But uh, one thing with, uh, with Donnie, we didn't see many hit and runs and we've seen that a number of times uh, uh, with, uh, with Skip Schumacher. Because they've hit into a lot of double plays, there are situations you got to get movement on the bases, and I think we've seen that more too. Tommy, uh, I, I know I, I already mentioned the new rules, the rules changes going into this year, but specifically about that, w- what have you enjoyed the most with the new rule changes? Were there any that you thought, well, this is not going to work, and, and your mind has been changed, and you're surprised that it's working out so well? Give me some thoughts there. Uh, the first surprise that comes to mind is I'm surprised – at the the base stealing, that the the limit of pitchers throwing over, I mean, I think there are more stolen bases, but it, it's not astronomical. It's not tremendous. So I'm a little surprised at that. I I love the fact that a guy, as we talked about earlier, a left-handed batter, let's say, can just crush a ball hard on the ground to the right side, yeah, and it goes into right field for a base yeah. hit. Yeah. I love that. I love the pace of the games and selfishly as a broadcaster i love the fact that the games are a little faster it's too. so good it's so you don't you don't have to apologize for that tommy it's so good come on i look at my watch and the game's two hours and five minutes this is fantastic yeah i think we had a game earlier this year one of sandy's games it was an hour and 59 minutes so you're in, uh, you're in the car at 9 p.m <laughs> heading back home already tommy hey i've made it up to palm beach county before uh, 10 o'clock a couple of times this year it's so good. All right, Tommy, on the way out. And the Marlins right now, in the middle of a homestand right now, you got the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, and, and then you got the, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Camp Day is on Wednesday, so there'll be a lot of screaming kids. I know my son, he's going there with the Jays <laughs> on Wednesday. He'll be there. Uh, Tommy, I'm going to let you have a moment here. Talk to the fans. The team's 11 games over. They've won five in a row. You got a homestand here this week. Tell the fans, you got to come out to the ballpark. Well, I mentioned that last night. And by the way, I, th- I think my two, uh, two of my oldest granddaughters are coming Wednesday also. Okay. So uh, here, here's a couple of things, and then I'll, get, I'll get to your question. The Marlins have a stretch 19 games now because of last night with uh, 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 some, some pretty good games. They've got uh, this series against Toronto. Then they have Pittsburgh. Then they go to Boston. They go to Atlanta, a key road trip. Then they come back home for St. Louis and uh, I believe Philadelphia. So that's 20 games, 19 more now leading up the All-Star break. If they play well during those games, they can finish at the break uh, 12, 
14, 15 games over 500. And that's is certainly where you want to be. So if you want to find some excitement as a fan, and, and uh, Paul Severino and I talked about this last night, this is a time to come out. You got nothing holding you back. You don't have to worry about homework for the kids. Just get them ready for camp maybe once in a while. You don't have to worry about watching the Heat. You don't have to worry about watching the Panthers. You got your Miami Marlins playing, and they're playing the best ball I've seen in a long time. Great job, Tommy. Uh, thanks a lot for spending some time here with us this morning. And, and like I said, just the timing is so fantastic because normally the, the basketball, the hockey ends, and it's like, all right, we're, we're, we're counting down the days until the football gets going. But this Marlins <laughs> team looks like they're easily going to take us, uh, you know, through the next th- through the rest of the summer because they're playing really fun baseball. It's, it's really good timing. Yeah, it's almost like you want to say, hey, why not? You know, the Panthers did it. The Heat did it. Why not the Marlins? The whole, but 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 the Marlins. Let's not lose the World Series in five games. Panthers losing five, Heat losing five. <laughs> let, let's not make it a trifecta, right? <laughs> I'll agree with you on that one. Great job, Tommy. Thank you a lot right, for Zaz. joining us. All right, thanks, Zaz. Appreciate it. Excellent job by Tommy Hutton, and of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0. Like I told you, are brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba. Love telling you guys about all the great sponsors on Zaslow Show 2.0. And this one here, make sure that you are getting the best sleep of your life. You know I'm talking about Sheets and Giggles. Sheets and Giggles, huge sponsor. Zaslow Show 2.0. You knew the show, you knew Zaslow Show was starting to take off Zaslow Show 2.0 when Sheets and Giggles jumped on board. If you haven't tried Sheets and Giggles, well. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. You can use promo code Zazlo upon checkout. You'll get 20% off your first order. But you go to SheetsGiggles.com. You're never, ever going to shop anywhere else for your sheets. That's right. The fitted sheet, the regular bed sheets, pillowcases, the comforter, a eucalyptus pillow, eucalyptus mattress. That's right. We're talking environmentally friendly. We're talking sustainably made. We're talking no pesticides, zero incesticides environmentally friendly. That's important to my man, Colin. He's the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. Loves the Miami sports teams. We know that's almost as important as making sure we get the best sleep possible. And when you go to Sheets and Giggles, you go to SheetsGiggles.com, just like the Zaslow family, you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles, naturally softer, cooler, and more breathable. Hey, speaking of Good Morning America with Chris Paul, Sheets and Giggles last month was on Good Morning America. That's right. Sheets and Giggles, love having them aboard Zaslow Show 2.0, especially because they're helping all of us get the best sleep ever. SheetsGiggles.com. Let's get to Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. You know, Big Deal or Not a Big Deal is always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. If you have fire, mold, or water damage, hey, that could be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. You got to call Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635 or WCUFL.com. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. All right, it seems like there's a lot of dysfunction in Phoenix, or at least there was dysfunction in Phoenix. We already know about the Chris Paul stuff, but how about Monty Williams? Monty Williams did not want to coach Jay Crowder. Monty Williams did not want to coach DeAndre Ayton. And eventually the front office decided, okay, like, we don't want to move DeAndre Ayton. We moved Jay Crowder. He was persona non grata this year, but we're not interested in moving DeAndre Ayton, so... The easy move is 
Let's get rid of Monty Williams. I'm going big deal, all right, because it seems like this is a dysfunctional franchise right now who has now added an owner who thinks he knows what's what. You know, he's making trades all willy-nilly. He's firing coaches. You got the president of the Players Association, Chris Paul, who's angry. I'm going big deal. I know there's a lot to feel good about with the Phoenix Suns right now, but Isaiah Thomas now might be running the show. I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Shannon Sharp, formerly of Undisputed with Skip Bayless, where's he going to land next? Well, yesterday he posted on Twitter that he's going to be back on in the mornings real soon. What's that going to be? Where is it going to be? I don't know, but that's a big deal. That's something to keep an eye on. Big deal or not a big deal. Tonight, we don't always watch NXT, but tonight on NXT, Seth Rollins, the world champion, is going to be defending his title against Braun Breaker on NXT. That's a big deal. I haven't finished Monday Night Raw yet from last night. It was a pretty good show from what I was seeing. Seth Rollins got the shit beat out of him early on in the show. And now tonight, he's by Finn Balor. And now tonight, he's going to face Braun Breaker in a world championship match on NXT. That's must-see for me. That's a big deal. And finally, got one more for you here. Big deal or not a big deal? We've been talking about the Miami Heat. What kind of moves are they going to make? What type of offseason moves are they going to make? Well, what about the Florida Panthers? The hot rumor out there is that the Panthers could be looking to trade for star defenseman from the San Jose Sharks, Eric Carlson. He's a very big name. He had 25 goals this year, 101 points. That's a major, major name. And we know the Panthers defense can use some help. That's something to keep an eye on. I'm going big deal. Would you be able to make a splash if you're Bill Zito? Make a big splash two straight off seasons. Last year, Matthew Kachuk. Now, can you get a star defenseman in Eric Carlson? I'm going big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, or go to WCUFL.com. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes, that's what we're talking about. All right, so we got the Marlins tonight. We got NXT tonight, like I told you, World Championship match. What else are we going to do? I mean, Thursday night, we still have a couple more sleeps until things can get really crazy. You got the NBA draft. We're going to be refreshing our Twitter feeds all throughout the day, seeing if Damian Lillard formally requests a trade. Like I said, the major gamble. Major, major gamble for the Heat. But we got a lot of news and notes and rumors going on out there. Hey, you can always hit me up at Zaslow Show. Always on Instagram where I'm an influencer at Zaslow J. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. And of course, thanks to everyone who helped put together a great show today. Always appreciate your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. 
You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. Sherwin-Williams during the Shades of Summer sale July 28th through August 7th and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.